0: What the fuck is up, you beautiful bastards and bitches? It is the 25th of October, 2021. I'm Travis, and I hope you're having a beautiful goddamn day. I hope things are going great for you. I hope you're smiling, enjoying yourself, having some fun, eating some tasty fucking food. I hope life is just grand for you. And if it's not, fucking fix it, because I can't do anything for you. Moving on, what do I want to talk about today? Well, I want to talk about religion. Uh, the reason I want to talk about religion is I recently had a discussion with a colleague at work about religion. He's a very religious person, and I'm uh, agnostic. I was raised Christian, very Christian, um, and relatively early in my uh, teen years, I started to realize that it really didn't make sense to me. Not that there's anything wrong with it, or that um, you know there's anything wrong with, with anyone believing in it or anything like that. But for me personally, it it just doesn't make sense. And the reason it doesn't make sense for me Is that, well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but one of the big ones to me, or the biggest one, like the main one that I always bring up when I talk to anybody about this, is that uh, if God is real, and he is omnipotent, omnipowerful, and benevolent, and kind, why the fuck do kids get cancer? Why do parents get killed? Why does the world burn, right? Why why do all these awful things happen, these diseases that just, you know, there's no reason for them to exist? And why do kids have chronic conditions when they're born? You know, why do birth defects exist? Why do all these awful things happen that have no seemingly, you know, human or, or otherwise cause? They're, they're just chance. Chance and bad luck of the fucking draw. Like, that's a problem to me. I, I can't wrap my hand around it. I can't, that can't make sense to me. So to me, when people are like, well, you know, it all happens for a reason. If it happens for a reason, if it's God's plan, then either A... God is not actually all-powerful. He is a God that maybe created life, but that's all he can do. He just created life, and then he has to let it exist. And all the complications that come with that life exist because of it. Which, you know, that could be. Or B, he's a fucking lunatic. He's a psychopath. He's not a benevolent God. He's an insane God who just sows chaos and enjoys the show. And I can even respect that, to be honest. You know, I always say that uh, the old gods made more sense to me than the new god does. What I mean by that is that gods like Odin or Zeus or Poseidon or, you know, Ra or whoever, whatever pantheon you want to you wanna look to, they were very they – were, they were gods, but they were very human in a lot of ways. Like the, a lot of their faults, a lot of their, their you know, works or whatever or their, their desires, they were very human in nature. You know, Zeus fucked a bunch of chicks – Odin, you know, gave up his eye for, for wisdom, you know, Ra, honestly, I don't know that much about the Egyptian pantheon, but you, you get the point. They all did things that made sense in the scope of a human's understanding of existence of life, whereas this god is so different from the rest that he can't possibly exist in our understanding because he's so above us in, in such a, like, incomprehensible way. And I can't wrap my hand around that specifically because he's supposed to be all powerful and benevolent. You can't, those two things are mutually exclusive. You can't have them together with the world existing as it is. And just saying, like, oh, it's because of sin or, you know, God lets you let people choose. Like, that's a cop out, man. Like, he could fix everything and he doesn't. Why do I have to believe that? Why should I believe that? And then on top of that, it's, well, you have to believe. Well, what about proof? No proof, just believe. Come on, man. A little bit of proof, come on. Now, this isn't. Dis- I'm not disparaging your religion. I'm not saying that you should not believe in God in any way, shape, or form at all. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that I personally am agnostic. I cannot prove or disprove the existence of God. Therefore, I don't follow any particular religion, and I wouldn't say I'm very spiritual. Though I've had some uh, experiences with psychedelics in the past that have made me believe there's there's something there you know, behind the curtain, so to speak. But what that is, I honestly can't tell you, you know, and I, I don't know if it's a God, and I think it's probably not a God. I think, if anything, it's other beings of some kind, in some other dimension or something. But, you know, that's going off into, you know, Third Island. But sticking to what we're saying, <clears throat> one of the, uh, one of the things we talked about was, uh, the Bible specifically, and how, uh, to me, uh, It's very clearly just so doctored by human hands. Like, whether or not it actually came down from the heavens, so to speak, was the word of God originally, I think it's pretty safe to say at this point that it is not. Either that or, again, God is a psychopath. Because there are passages in the Bible that don't make any fucking sense. Like, Leviticus 12.5, but if she bear a maid child, then she shall be unclean for two weeks, as in her separation, and she shall continue in the blood of her purifying three score and six days. So basically what that's saying is that giving birth to a daughter makes you unclean for 66 days. Come on, man. This is the word of God. This is what we're talking about. Here's here's another one for you. Uh, sorry. Here we go. Do Tron. I don't know how to say that. Deuteronomy 22, 2021. Uh, But if this thing be true, and the tokens of virginity be not found for the damsel, then they shall bring out the damsel to the door of her father's house, and the men of her city shall stone her with stones that she die, because she hath wrought folly in Israel to play the whore in her father's house, so thou shalt put evil away from among you. Which is basically saying if you're not a virgin, you're going to get stoned to death. Pretty sweet. That's a loving God. I like it. All-knowing, all-powerful. It's good. Let's, let's do one more. One good one. <laughs> wow. All right. This is a good one. Matthew ten thirty five 35-27. For I am come to set uh, a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be that they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter uh, more than me is not worthy of me. Uh, So basically this is saying your family is your enemy and you're all competing for God's love. Like, what is this, man? Like, come on. This is is crazy, dude. Like, and it's it's pretty misogynistic in some parts. Like, uh, Timothy 2.11, I permit no woman to teach or have authority over men. She is to keep silent. Come on. Come on. This is like, how can anybody like think that this is just literally verbatim, the word of God, and it is pure and good and gold, and there are no changes to be made. This was very clearly over time altered by human beings, because human beings are corrupt pieces of shit sometimes, not all the time. I think deep down inside, we're mostly good, most of us, but there are those who see, you know, an opportunity sees power and they're translating a book like this and they know it's going to have power for people. So why wouldn't you throw a couple extra verses in? You know, like, oh, I don't want women to ever be above me. So I better jot this down right here and make it clear that women are property, right? Like, come on, man. Like, there's no fucking way that this is the word of God verbatim. There's been many alterations made, not to mention like the description of some things. Like, uh, I don't remember the exact quote and I don't have it in front of me, but like there's a verse or something that, that describes heaven, right? And it sounds like a, a peasant simpleton's idea of heaven. The streets are covered in gold. Everyone will have castles. I mean, I'm, I'm getting some of this wrong, I'm sure. But the essence is that God or heaven is this place of glory where everything is gold and there are riches abound and you'll be happy. Like That just sounds like someone who didn't have a good understanding of the world thinking about the thing they'll never have and being like, that's in heaven that's where that is. I will get it when I get there. What a ridiculous idea. And I'm not I'm not saying that you shouldn't again, I, I just want to stress this. None of this is to change anyone's mind about God or convince them not to believe or to question even. I'm just saying that you shouldn't think that this is just verbatim the word of God and that there is, you know, proof of of all these things. The other thing is to, to think every religion does this and it's super fucking frustrating, but Every religion thinks they're the only right religion, and that every other religion is wrong, and that theirs is the only religion that can do true good. A perfect example is this person I was discussing this with. He brought up some anecdotal story of, I mean, it may not be anecdotal, maybe may have been documented, I have no idea, but it sounds anecdotal, of some uh, Islamic guy in somewhere in the Middle East. He finds out this guy is a Christian, and he comes to his home with other guys, and they hold him down. And they tell him, hey, man, uh, I hate you because you're a Christian, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to kill your wife and your child in front of you, and I'm going to rape them first in front of you because you're a Christian. And this guy says to him, again, this sounds this sounds like a bedtime story, honestly, that like Christians tell each other or they, you know, just get in a circle. jerk. It's like, oh, we're so good. But he tells them, uh, I don't want you to do that, but I don't hate you. I love you. I love you because my God tells me to. And the guy's like, all right, well, that sucks for you. And so he fucking rapes the fucking wife, rapes the child, kills them both, and then he goes, now I'm going to kill you. Do you have anything to say? And he says, you can kill me, but please read my Bible when I'm gone. I love you, and I want I want you to be saved. So he kills him, and then the guy reads the Bible, and he's like, oh, well, there's some, there's some wisdom in here. And apparently he becomes a Christian and becomes like a missionary. Again, this sounds very anecdotal, secondhand information at best, and in my mind, very unlikely not true. But Let's just say for the benefit of the doubt, it is true. The entire thing happened exactly like that. Cool. That's a positive story. He turned from something, some violence to being a kind person because of someone else's kindness in the face of violence. Sure. Cool. In that same vi- same vein, uh, and I'm someone who is very critical of Islam as a modern religion, to be clear. I don't think it fits in with Western society. I think it needs to be reformed. There's a lot of things that just don't aren't great about it. Like it is just rampant with misogyny. Uh, they stone gay or not stone. They throw gay people off of buildings. Um, and I think it's in Indonesia. I'm not positive. But I believe in Indonesia that if you're gay, they will force a sex change on you to make you a woman because they don't want any gay people in their country. Only women or only straight people. Cause then they can her, uh, consider you straight, which is very obviously super fucked up. No one should be forced to do anything with their body. They don't want to, you know, people can just be gay. It's fine. Uh, that said, <clears throat> Oh, also, and until very recently in Saudi Arabia specifically, women didn't have the right to fucking drive. Like, there's a lot of bad things about that religion. That doesn't mean all things are bad about it. So when he told me the story, I brought up, um, as I'm sure everyone knows, there's a movie based on it. The movie um, with Mark Wahlberg. What the fuck is it called? Uh, Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. It's the story, story of Marcus Luttrell, right, and his SEAL team. Basically, if you didn't hear about it, which I can't believe you didn't, but the the short story is, or too long didn't read, is... Uh, the SEAL team goes into somewhere in the Middle East. I don't remember where exactly. And uh, they go in together, and they have some mission to do something. I, I, again, just getting the highlights. And uh, it all goes fucking wrong. They end up getting trapped on a mountain uh, with uh, enemies, and they're getting shot up. Um, all of the guys on this team die, except for Marcus Luttrell. Marcus Luttrell manages to get to a village. And uh, I don't remember what the exact... Uh, code or whatever is within an islam that was enacted here but basically this villager found marcus latrell and i don't remember if he asked for help or what exactly it was but under whatever this code is in islam he fell under uh, this man's protection and the, that of his village so these villagers protected an american because their religion told them to that's a good thing that's a great thing and i brought this up as, a, as just to show him, like hey like your religion is not the only religion that does great kindness. There, Every religion does. that. Is And every religion has a lot of evil to it. Just like many people are shades of gray. No one is truly good or truly evil. Everyone has a capacity for good and evil. And I don't even like to say that most people are evil. I like to say that most people are good because I think it's it's so common to make excuses for yourself and convince yourself you're doing the right thing rather than, I don't think anyone just, you know, sits in their ivory tower, rubs their fucking hands together and goes, yes, my plan is coming together. Oh, no, that's not what people do. They are convinced that they are the hero of the story and they're making a, a moral, um, they're, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they're, they're giving up a little bit of their morals for the sake of the greater good, right? That's the idea. I know there's a phrase for it, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's what they do. And uh that was the point I was just I was explaining or showing pointing out to him and making it clear to him that his religion was not the only religion that, the religion that did kindness and the reason I chose Islam is because I know it's the most antithetical outside of Satanism to Christianity. Uh, Satanism specifically also is another one where there are a lot of kind acts Satanists do. they're not they I, I almost feel like Satanism is just the religion of the the punk, the rebel you know like they just want to rebel against things. There's there's another colleague I have at work who uh, regularly tries to convert me to Christianity and tells me that I need to do well for God. And I'm going to be honest, it's getting real on my fucking nerves. And I'm about two more preaching sermons from uh, telling them I'm a Satanist. Even though I'm not, I just want them to leave me the fuck alone. I'm getting real over it. But uh, yeah, they do they do good things too. They do kind things. You know, They work with charities all the time. I've met a couple Satanists in my life. They were kind people. Uh, they just seem to really like the idea of nature and worshiping themselves or the power in themselves, at least from my limited understanding, that's what it is. And, you know, you can argue whether or not that's a moral thing, but they can still do good things and they still do 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 good things. They just have a really dark title. And that's only because our society was built in a lot of ways on Christianity. Not there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, you got to look at it through the lens of reality here is that A lot of these things that seem like societal norms with us are specifically because of, you know, Judeo-Christian values that were instilled in our society on its uh, formation. Um, But yeah, when we were done talking, he, you know, told me he really appreciated having the conversation with me. He doesn't usually talk to people that uh, are agnostic or doesn't have this kind of discussion with people that are agnostic and that he usually only talks to other Christians. And I was like, well, that's probably not great. You should probably talk to everybody. That's what I, I really don't like this increasing desire that people have to want to be within their own echo chambers of just hearing the stuff that they agree with all the time. Like I value personally, I really value hearing opposing opinions, hearing opposing thoughts and hearing them in a way that's cordial and respectful and productive. What I mean by that is that we don't have to agree. You don't have to change our mind. I don't change your mind. That's not the point. The point is just to have a discussion where you and I, freely exchange our ideas and our points and our views without their points of views, I meant to say, uh, without getting angry or cruel or vindictive or being, you know, or just throwing insults out, that kind of thing. And that the, the way this is the most apparent, obviously, is with politics, like even more than religion. Politics has become a religion at this point, to be completely honest. And it's very frustrating sometimes. Like I have, I have a lot of liberal friends and I have a lot of conservative friends and family members and some uh, liberal family members as well. And I find that more often than not lately, I hear them saying things like I want to move to a red state or I want to move to a blue state or I hope all these people that are red move out. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how they don't see the problem with that. Like my mother's a big proponent of, you know, moving to a red state and I just, I don't understand why she doesn't at least want the the mental stimuli of just not hearing things she agrees with all the time. Like, if I just heard things I agree with all fucking day, that sucks. That's not fun. That's, that's not engaging. It, is, it does nothing for my mind. It's just like it's like junk food, junk thoughts. Like, just processing junk thoughts all the time. Like, yep, I agree. You agree with me. That's good, good, good. Like, come on, man. Like, I know I've said come on, man, a couple of times. It just, woo, frustrating me. Frustrating me a little bit. But, yeah, that's, that's an unfortunate thing that's seeming to take place uh, in America these days. Just this this increasing need to just be in your own echo chambers. And, of course, this bleeds out from social media a lot. And social media is a whole fucking other problem, you know, in every capacity. It's a giant waste of time. It does you no good. and It's fucking up our kids probably. And and then all that fucking crazy shit on, like, Facebook specifically. Like, I had to unfollow my mother's sub. Like, I still am friends with her or whatever on there, and I hardly ever use it. But I, I had to unfollow her when I was using it a lot. Because she would she would link and share these fucking posts. that were so clearly bullshit troll, like you know shit from the Internet Research Agency agency of Russia, which they just make shit up to fuck with us. Like there's this um, this video from I believe it's the '80s, the late '80s, I think, and it's a defector from Russia who was in the KGB, and uh, he's talking about how the uh, the war. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of the, the exact quote. I'll put the video in the um, in the description, so or the link for the video in the description, so you can check it out if you want. But he's talking about how uh, arguing about gender and religion and playing these mental games that they are playing with us through the internet and through social media is like a long going plan with the KGB and the and the USSR. Or well, I think it's just Russia now, but basically that we're kind of fucking falling for it. And we've been falling for it for a long time. And it's really too bad because it, it, you hear him talk about this and you, and it's just, you, you get it. You fucking immediately get it. You're like, holy shit. I can't believe that this guy is describing today, like 40 years ago or 30 years ago, whatever, but he is. And it's, it's something else. It's real frustrating, but um, yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't think that anybody should be trying to move somewhere with only people they agree with. I think everybody should be able to disagree with each other respectfully. And, you know, I welcome all of you and anyone else to disagree with me. You know, you don't have to agree with me. I don't expect you to. I don't even want you to. If you do agree with me, great. If you don't, that's great too. And I want to have a discussion. I want to have a a chat, a chit chat. But uh, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. Do another 20 or today. I just wanted to, you know, get those thoughts out. Specifically on religion and uh, that discussion I had with that uh, colleague of mine. And uh, yeah, Halloween's coming up. I hope you all have a a spooktacular time. Be safe out there. I love you all, and uh, be kind to each other, but fuck around and have a good time at the same time. Nothing wrong with a good joke.